He's going to do it. So one of the things that many of us do is forget about the promises that he's made to us. We forget that he's made a promise to us. We think of all kinds of ways of making it come about. Uh, I'm sorry. Don't try to make it come about. Just be obedient to the Lord because he will make it come about. If you try to make it come about, you're going to make all kinds of mistakes. You're going to make errors that we saw Abraham make. There are also the conditional ones. If you, here's one that I really like. And it's, it tells children, obey your parents that your days may be long upon the land. That is conditional. You can't skip around that and go, oh, well, uh, well, they're not doing what they're supposed to do, so I'm not going to obey them. Is that something you can make that statement? Say, hey, I'm not going to obey them because they're not following the Lord. I am following the Lord. Well, what do you do in a case like that? You know, it's interesting that Sarah mistreated Hagar, right? And she left. She's out in the desert crying, and God came to her. What are you doing out here? Well, my mistress is mistreated. He told her to go back and obey. So it's very important that we follow what God has asked us to do. Don't worry about what somebody else is doing or not doing. It's just to follow what he asked you to do. He puts us in, in positions and places that uh, we work for people, and man, they can be rough. And you know, I'm not going to do that. Wait a minute. You're in that place. They're in a position of authority. I have seen people who have uh, hated their fathers because their fathers were so mean to their mother and their children, and he drank and did all of those things. And they would say, I'm not going to listen to anything he has to say. And wouldn't forgive their father. They grow up and do exactly the same thing. Exactly. Say, so, hey, you're doing what your dad did. Well, yeah. Because that unforgiveness of their parents and not honoring, even the worst parent will give you advice that is of the Lord. We have examples in Scripture where the high priest said, what did he say about Yeshua? It's better that one man die for the nation than the whole nation perish. Well, he didn't say that on his own accord. It's because his position as high priest, he made those statements. So with all of our doing, is that recognize, is this a promise of the Lord? 
one of the promises that he's made that you can latch on to and always latch on to, that he gave his only begotten son, and whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Now, there are voices and people out there. Well, is that really true? Is that really true? Is he really going to do that? Your life still looks horrible. You're still going through a lot of difficulty. And if you start to look at those kind of things, you get swayed away. It's just like a man who's married to a woman and he's very devoted and he's pouring out his life and he buys her whatever she needs and he's doing all the right things for her. But then there's a guy comes along to sweet talks. Oh, you look good to me. And all of those kinds of things. And she starts saying, hmm, well, he never tells me that. He never tells me how great I look. He never tells me. And forget all of what he's doing. Forget the fact that he's laying down his life and taking care of you. You don't have to work. And all of those kinds of things and get swayed away. So as believers, we're always being tempted. Hey, look. Uh, what do you have? Uh, you don't look like you're so prosperous here. You know, you're going through a rough time here. So why don't you pair up with me a little bit over here and we can make a few bucks. Anyway, God has not protected you. You've got a child that's sick. All kinds of things in our ears to draw us away from the promise because we haven't seen it happen yet. If it hasn't happened yet and you, you still need to hang on to that. You still need to be faithful to the Lord until the end. Many of the promises that were given, we look in Hebrews, we see that there were promises given and people died before they came about. But God is going to make it happen. If he said it, it will happen. Even in the circumstances look so hard. And you say, well... I don't know what I'm going to do here. But still put your faith and trust in the Lord. And don't do like the Israelites did as they were out in the desert. And God says, I've given that land to you. And you go over and you take a look at it. Then you look at the people and you say, well, you know, we can't do that. But I've given it to you. He didn't ask you whether you could do it. He said, I've given it to you. He's given us all that we need to walk in righteousness and not fall. How many people really, really believe that? You start to look at yourself and you say, do I really understand and believe that God can keep me from falling? And we've got all kinds of excuses. <laughs> <laughs> 
as to why. Well, and then there's been doctrines that have been created that said, well, you're all going to fall. Anyway, and that's in contradiction to what God has said. But that's one of those kind of voices that are telling you something that's not true. It wants you to make you think that, well, you're, you're okay. I mean, after all, he knows you can't do this, right? He does. But what has he given you? He says, I've given you your, my spirit. I will cause you to walk in my ways. So people who are in the Lord understand, believe what he says. You know, I mean, you have to walk on this. It's, Lord, I know you're going to help me here. I'm struggling here or there. Help me. And has anybody here um, tried, from the last time I spoke, tried any little thing that has been a, a real problem in your life and just believe that God will take you through that? Yeah. You know, if you have, I mean, start with a little thing that you know this is, hey, this is bad. And watch God actually give you the power to overcome. It could be somebody who irritates you every time you see them. Lord, help me with this. Let me love them the way that you want me to love them. Let me speak to them in the way that you like me to speak to them. Also, if we remember um, Joseph, you know, when he passed away, when he was, before he passed, he said, take my bones up from here and take them to the land that God has promised. You know, that is still believing that God is going to do what he said. Even on your deathbed, if God has made a promise to give you something or do something. And then, you know, it may or may not be in your lifetime, but he's promised it to you and your descendants. You know, you know it's going to happen. And the biggest problem for most of us is that doubt. How can I make sure that it happens? And then we start to take over and want to make sure that things happen the way that we think they ought to happen. We'd like to put plans in place. And there are people who can't really function without a plan. And when they put that plan in place, they're not going to change the plan. Even some input starts to come in and says, hey, you need to change the plan. This is the plan. Listen. Look at what happens and say, hey, Lord, I'm on the right track. And he'll let you know whether you need to change the plan. See, if you're following the Lord, you may be walking along. If you got your own plan, you're going headlong. Things happen, you're still going headlong. But if it's the Lord's plan, yes, you keep going. Keep going, regardless of what happens, until he tells you something different. And he will tell you what to do. I think many times we get off track simply because, well, he hasn't said anything to me. And Lord, look at all of these enemies, like Saul. Look at all these guys forming around here. Uh, I know I'm supposed to wait for Samuel, but, but 
I need to do something. When we're in circumstances and we feel, I have to do something. Don't be tempted to just jump out and do it. It says, Lord, what do I need to do? I'm, I'm in a rock and a hard place here. What shall I do? And see, that was uh, Saul's big mistake. God had made a conditional promise to him is that he would have someone on the throne forever if he followed his commands full-heartedly. So in our lives, there are things that God has made promises to you. There are things that he says, if you do this, I will do such and such. He will live up to his end of the bargain. If he's made an unconditional one, hang on to it. It's going to happen. And uh, with all of our hearts, we should always, you know, try to seek after what he wants us to do and follow with everything that we have. Name it for sure. Any questions, comments, criticisms? No? Oh, he says a good reminder that the just shall live by faith. There's no getting around it. But God really cares for us, and he desires to have us walk in righteousness. I mean, all throughout the scriptures, you look at all of these kind of blessings that he's promised to people who follow him. And he's just not throwing it out there. But yeah, you might go through some difficult times. We want to change it into, okay, I'll never have any hard times. I'll never have anybody coming against me. I'll always end in peace. That's not true. It's the joy is listening for and want to hear Son, you're going in the right path. Son, I love you. I care about what you're doing. That will, should get us excited until we hear him saying that, that he wants us to, I mean, he wants us to do follow him. I mean, if we look at David and his whole life and all of the kinds of things that he did or mistakes that he made, errors that he made, And God still says he's a man after my own heart. One of the comments that God made about him, he says, whatever I asked him to do, he does. And one of the biggest things that I can think about David is that when he was pointed out he was wrong, he repented immediately. He didn't say about anybody else or because such and such. We need to all have that kind of attitude towards the Lord. Amen.